0: on this because you fly private planes a lot and you're creating a lot of
1: greenhouse gases yourself yeah I probably have one of the highest greenhouse gas footprints of anyone on the planet you know my my personal flying uh, alone is gigantic Oh, the illustrious Bill Gates who who lectures us on the evils of climate change and how we humans are destroying this planet, goes about and says, yeah, I'm probably one of the biggest contributors of greenhouse gases. I have the high or, high or largest carbon footprint out there. But yet he's going to, he has no problem telling us that we need to cut back. Well why doesn't he need to cut back? wolves? Well, because he's rich. He's rich beyond beyond measure. This is what we're up against. This is why they call them the elite. is because we can't touch them. They've got more money than we will ever fathom. And they like to flaunt it. And they like to throw it in our face. Yeah, we're going to tell you how you need to live your life. You will own nothing and you will be happy. Me, on the other hand, I'm going to own everything... I'm going to contradict everything I tell you that you should be doing. I'm going to contradict that by doing the direct opposite, and I'm going to be happy. This is the world we live in today, where some of the most self-righteous individuals on this planet gathered in Davos, Switzerland, flew in on their jets, landed, and then had a security entourage follow them in vehicles to the World Economic Forum to lecture us on how we are destroying the planet, how farming is destroying the planet. I've got a quote from John Kerry here coming up in a little bit that you have to hear. But these self-righteous, holier-than-thou morons think that they are going to control us. I don't know. Ask the farmers of Germany and the farmers of France how that's working, because the farmers in Germany and the farmers in France are staging a massive, a massive protest. And literally shutting those countries down. Because our government, is, and now before it was climate change brought on by fossil fuels. Not, then it was, well, cow, cow farts. All right. And now it's farming in general. They're, they're trying to ban farming to save the planet. To save the species that is human beings, homo sapiens. They're, they're banning farming to save us. I mean, do you not see the, 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 the total moronic thinking of this? These people feel, they actually think that they are better than us, that they have our best, I don't even, I can't even say that they think they have our best, best interests in mind because they're trying to kill us, more on that later, but these people are, are, are lunatics. They're absolute power-hungry lunatics. Listen to Klaus Schwab, and if you've listened to this show, you know he's one of the ringleaders next to George Soros who are trying to form a one-world government so that they can control us and bring, in, bring about Agenda 2030. Listen to what, and it's hard to understand, I get it, so I will, after this is done playing, it's about a 35, 40-second clip, listen to what he says and then I will explain.
0: As trustees of the future, we are responsible for advancing a world which is richer in possibilities, more equitable in opportunities, and more secure in its foundations. Moreover, as leaders in government, business, and society, we bear a particular responsibility to rebuild trust in how we assume our own role as trustees.
1: Did anybody catch that? Klaus Schwab has just appointed himself as our planet's trustee of the future. The business leaders, the politicians that were at this quote-unquote convention, or summit, whatever you want to call it, are basically being told that you are in charge of this planet now and I am your leader. I didn't vote for the guy. Did you? I didn't even see his name on the ballot, but yet he's going to tell us how we are supposed to live our life. That's not going to happen. He wants to he wants to tell you that it is their job to make a more equitable, a more prosperous, a safer planet. This these are the people that are doing the direct opposite. We, I mean, let's let's be honest. This is basically new world order democrats, socialists, progressive, communist people at this World Economic Forum, correct? Yes. These are the people that are making you and I struggle every day while they get richer. These are the people that are perpetuating wars. Across this planet. More on that later. That's not us. We don't need your help. We need you guys to get out of the way so we can actually accomplish these things. You let the people run their countries. If they run them correctly, fiscally sound, a nation of laws, they'll be fine. They don't need your help. But they feel. That they are the ones to decide for us, therefore taking away our God given free will, what is best for us. I, for one, don't want to know what's best for what they think is best for me because I guarantee it goes against everything I stand for, takes away my freedoms, and and it is going to put a boot to my neck while they get powerful, more powerful, more powerful, and more. Rich, more—they—they're they're just going to be rolling in money. Those are not people who can tell me what to do, how to live my life, because they have no idea what my life is. They've been—they—they they have their entourages, they have their their butlers, their maids, their chefs. They don't have to worry about living paycheck to paycheck. Well, Mr. Velasquez, we can fix that if you just follow our ideals. No, I don't want to live in a tenement. I want the opportunity. To do what I want to do, to be everything I can be. With you in control of that, you're going to tell me what I can and can't do. And since I am not on quote unquote your side of the aisle, in other words, I'm a dissident, my social credit score is going to be crap. So therefore, I won't be able to buy a car. I won't be able to go on vacation. I won't be able to live here. I won't be able to live there. I'm just going to live in a shack down by the river. I mean, I've always kind of wanted to live by the water, but not like that. These people have no right. To tell me how I live my life. That that right was given to me by God. And anybody that tries to take that right away from me is my enemy. There are a lot of people out there who are my enemy. But anyway, more on the World Economic Forum. A representative for the Wall Street Journal came up and was talking about the news media. And listen, they basically said it, what we've been saying the whole time, that... They don't report news, they report opinions now and they control the news flow. Listen to what she has to say, about a 50 second clip, but you need to listen to this. Listen to this.
0: If you go back really not not that long ago, as I say, we kind of, we owned the news. We were the gatekeepers and we very much owned the facts as well. If it said it in the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, then that was a fact Nowadays, people can go to all sorts of different sources for the news, and they're much more questioning about what we're saying. So it's no longer good enough for us just to say, this is what happened, or "Here's, here's this is the news. We have to explain, our, almost like explain our working. So readers expect to understand how we source stories. They want to know um, uh, how we go about getting stories. They, we have to sort of lift the bonnet, as it were, and in a way that newspapers, you know, aren't used to doing and explain to people what we're doing. We need to be much more transparent about how we go about collecting
1: the news. So let me get this straight. She's upset because, well, first off, she said it. We are the gatekeepers. We are the facts. What we print should be a fact. But she's lamenting on the fact that people are now starting to question, where are you getting your information? So now they are tasked with having to to, to quote sources, cite sources, they're, they're, they're tasked with saying where they got their information. I, I'm sorry, isn't that journalism? Isn't that how it's supposed to be? And she's pissed because they have to do that now. They can't just make up stories and have people say, okay, that's what the news is, and we're going to go with it. No, she's pissed because people are actually standing up and saying, listen to me. Okay, that's a wild accusation. Where are you? Where, where's your source? What's your source on this? She is mad because people are now starting to call these, quote unquote, I can't even call them journalists. We're going to call them storytellers. She's mad because people are now questioning their sourcing and questioning their motives, which is what we've known for years and years, which is what the media does. They don't tell you the truth. They think that they're they are they're more than capable and more than able to just make up a story and run with it. Russian collusion. Let's run with that story. Let's make it true. Okay, where's your sources? Well, they're anonymous. Well, that doesn't count. At least it didn't used to unless you're a, or a Democrat. Then you can have a whistleblower and never, ever have to reveal their name. But if you're a Republican whistleblower, if you're a Republican that says, well, we have a whistleblower that says such and such and such, well, then the Democrats and the media get to say, well, there's no validity in that claim because who, who the hell could this whistleblower be? It could be anybody. You could be making it up, okay? Why can't we say the same thing about the Democrats? Because, as the lady from the Wall Street Journal said, they own the media. They are the gatekeepers. They determine the rules. They determine what is news and they determine how that quote-unquote news is going to be slanted. They're spelling it out for us, everybody. You just have to be able to look between the lines and have a free will and a mind that is able to differentiate between right and wrong, truth and lies. And there are so many people on this in this country and in this, on this planet that are no longer able to do that. They've been duped by the media. They think, and listen, the media back in the day, not going to say they were flawless, but they were journalists. They reported the news as it stood, as it was. Now, it's just make up stories. Make up stories to make Trump and the Republicans and anybody who supports them look bad. And on top of that, we're going to stage an, an insurrection and throw innocent people in jail without due process. It, it's just an absolute nightmare. And with that being said, I just want to bring out this fact that the Democrats, the progressive, the socialist, the communist, they banned a sitting president from Twitter. They impeached him twice on bogus charges that were proven to be false. They jailed his supporters, raided his home, and have now indicted him four times for again more bogus charges. And then they go out on TV and we are the fascists. Let that sink in, you Democrats, let that sink in. Is what the Republicans doing fascist or is it your own party? Because everything the Democrats Democrats tell you that the MAGA Republicans are, they are doing. How you cannot see that is beyond me. But yet here we are today in 2024 witnessing it. So before we go to break, I'm gonna give you a summary of, of the World Economic Forum in 2024. We're going to start with something I mentioned before. Klaus Schwab has officially appointed himself the planet's trustee of the future with no one voting on it. He just went up there and said, hey, I'm going to run this planet. They openly talked about creating a new world order. Where have we heard that? Who, who do you hear that from? Neocons, warmongers, Democrats, George Bush, George Soros. You hear that from the people, the quote unquote elites that want to run this planet. A speaker said farming and fishing were ecocide and should be a quote unquote serious crime. More on that in a minute. They talked about how a biometric digital ID would be good to check people's vaccinations. Vaccinations for what? Again, more on that in a minute. There's a lot on this show. And lastly, the media said that they were the gatekeepers and they owned the facts. In other words, they're telling you what what they want you to hear and people are buying it. Regardless of whether it's truth or not. And that's a scary situation. So that is a recap in a nutshell of the World Economic Forum where these morons are trying to destroy us. More on that later in the show. We are going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we're going to dig deeper into, I mean, literally, these people are trying to kill us. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the media's reaction to Trump's Iowa victory. It's crazy. So sit back, relax, open that mind. You are listening to The Paranormal Patriot. My name is Tom Velasquez. I'll be right back. Crystals in our
0: eyes making blind.
1: Gone so far hey everybody Tom Velasquez, host of the Paranormal Patriot again if you have a book if you have an event if you have a music career if you have an acting career poetry, And let's add a podcast. If you have a podcast that you want to promote on my show, let me promote it for you. I have been blessed by having a very popular podcast for many, many years, and I want to extend that. I want to pay it forward. I want to help podcasters. I want to help musicians. I want to help people in paranormal groups or anybody in general that's trying to get a leg up, trying to get their their name and their voice heard You can do it on the Paranormal Patriot, and the best news is that it's free. All you have to do is send me a 15 to 45 one-minute audio clip telling me what you want to promote. If it's a podcast, send me your podcast, send me how you're promoting it, send me what it is and we'll put it on the air. If it's music, send me an audio clip. If it's an event, tell me about the event. If you have a book, let's talk about that book. All you need to do is contact me at yahoo.com. Again, yahoo.com. Contact me. Let me know what you want to promote. If you are an active listener of this show and you just want to say how much you love the show or how much you hate this show, send me an audio clip to yahoo.com. Again, I can't promote you. I can't get your voice heard unless you do it, and I'm doing it for free. Again, the Paranormal Patriot at Yahoo.com
0: It's an escape I'm gonna let you down. Should have seen it coming, do the checks with bounce.
1: All right, we are back for the second part of the show. I don't even know where to begin. Again, I'm doing rapid fire. I'm going to do multiple, multiple topics. I'm going to jump on one and then jump off that and go to another one because there is so much going on in the world today. I can't condense it into one show doing extensive clips on it. I've got to move and move and move, and everybody seems to be liking it. They like the flow of the show. They like it instead of doing one to two topics where I'm just dragging on. I'm hitting a topic, moving on, hitting a topic, moving on. It allows me to get more interest in multiple topics. So let me know what you think, The theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Let me know what you think of the new format. Is it a hit or is it a miss? So where do we move on now? I mean, there's so much going on. I guess we'll start with the Iowa primary where Trump was expected to blow everybody out. And he did. He won, I think it was 51% of the vote, highest by far of anybody in the I, I in the Hawkeye state. Just blew him out of the water. He won ninety-nine percent of the districts. The only district he didn't win was a Democrat that voted for Nikki Haley because they were the Democrats were telling the their their constituents, hey, if you're a Democrat, go to this primary, vote for vote for Nikki Haley, vote for Nikki Haley. Why? Because they want Nikki Haley in. Nikki Haley is not a conservative. She's not a libertarian. She's not, she's a warmonger. She's a, she's a liar. I was a fan of Nikki Haley for a while until I've heard and read a lot of, well, her staff when she was governor would, would call her Tricky Nikki because she'd say one thing and do the other, lie to their face. And that's what she's doing now. So the results are in. Trump, far and above, blew everybody out of the water. The surprise is Ron DeSantis finished second. Nikki Haley finished third. And then Nikki Haley has the—I don't even know what the word—audacity, gumption, just stupidity—to come out and say this after the victory of Donald Trump and where she finished third. I want you to—I want you to hear this. Third, she finished third, not second, not first. Third, listen to what she had to say. I
0: want to congratulate President Trump on his win tonight. That was nice. We have had an amazing 11 months here in the Hawkeye State. Tonight, Iowa did what Iowa always does so well. The pundits will analyze the results from every angle. We get that. But when you look at how we're doing in New Hampshire, in South Carolina...
1: And beyond. I believe that's her home state. Correct me if I'm wrong. She's not going to win that state either.
0: I can safely say. Here it is. Tonight, Iowa made this Republican primary a two person race.
1: She finished third, right? Am I missing something here? She finished third and tells her supporters that Iowa just made it a two-person race. In my opinion, everybody's like, oh, she's just she's saying that Ron DeSantis still isn't a factor. No, that's not what she's doing. She's reading the script because she never anticipated finishing third. She anticipated finishing second. That was the speech for after she loses to Donald Trump, but beats Ron DeSantis. They didn't have another speech set up, and now she's got to come out there and look like an idiot, saying they made it a two-person race. What between Trump and DeSantis? Why are you not conceding and just jumping out of the uh, or dropping out of the race right now? Because she 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 doesn't she doesn't know when to quit. She she's just she's getting most massive. Massive donations from Democrat donors—that should tell you something. And then she was stopped, I believe it was in New Hampshire, by two people that you know—they're veterans. Thank you for your service. And they confronted her, and she she said something that just—it just, it just ugh, irks me. And once you hear it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. You're gonna hear these two guys come up to her in wanna ask her a question and basically call her out on the truth of what's going on here. Listen to this. Good Good to see you. you. Nice to to see you, Dean. Oh, I love that. We don't get out
0: the vote on Tuesday, it's important. Can I
1: ask you just like a
0: tiny question? Do you think it's responsible for politicians to spend like a hundred million dollars in Iowa on TV ads, which go to mainly news stations that have lied to us for years? when there's homeless veterans out there that could use that money when you didn't even come close to beating Trump and you spent like a $100 million in TV ad money? For you. Do you know my husband's a That's fine. Yeah. He's a combat veteran. And do you know that you when the media doesn't tell the truth, the whole reason you put commercials on is to tell the truth because yeah, the media doesn't? My point is you're not going to be Trump. And you know all the money you're wasting could go to better sorry. causes. I appreciate that. That would make that. the Republican Party actually oh, no, sorry. Well, fine, you, know yeah, you know what? Last I saw it was yeah. a democracy. So we're going right. to keep working yeah. for a good democracy. Right. We're going to work yes, for freedom, but thank you but for your
1: service. Oh my god. We are not a democracy. The fact that she's telling this guy that we are a democracy tells you that she is not even close to being ready to be president. We are a constitutional republic which gives the power to the people. In a democracy, the people think they have power But the power is actually with the politicians who can make laws and make rules without the say of the people. We are not, maybe we are now, but we were not designed to be a democracy. There is an ongoing effort by the politicians of this world and by the media in this country to just drill into our heads that we are a democracy. We are not a democracy Teach your children that we are a constitutional republic. Teach them what that is. Teach them the difference between a constitutional republic and a democracy. There's a huge difference. If you don't know, contact me at the Paranormalpatriot at yahoo.com and I will explain it to you. But back to the conversation. The guy makes a great point. She has no chance. Nobody, nobody on the Republican ticket has a chance of beating Trump. But we're going to spend hundreds of millions of dollars on ad campaigns and radio campaigns. And she's going to sit there and tell you, well, that's where the truth comes out. Really? Because the Republicans and the Democrats lie through their teeth through those ads. They're go- it's just like another news broadcast. Save that money. Give it to other causes. I would be more than happy to see that money go to veterans who are homeless, who served their country. Who who risk their lives for this country and we're we're just letting them letting them go. Eh, I'm gonna spend a hundred million here in Iowa where I finished third place. If Ron DeSantis, if Nikki Haley really had the best intentions for this country in mind, they would drop out of the race right now, knowing that there is no way in God's Green Earth that they are going to win. They need to drop out right now and place every ounce of support behind Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump can beat, and again, whenever I say that, I always preface it with never underestimate the Democrats' ability to cheat, but they're running out of ways to cheat where they can't get caught. They're tr- Why do you think they're trying so hard to get them off the ballot? And it's not working. They know that Donald Trump, if he gets the nomination, and if we have an election, I'm I'm almost 110% convinced we will not have an election this year. More on that later. But if we have an election, he will just blow away Joe Biden. Without a doubt. The Democrats know that. That's why they are so hell-bent on getting this man off the ballot. Listen, they're not going to get him off the ballot. These states that are removing him from the ballot, every state, I think even Maine just came back on and said, yeah, he's on the ballot because th- it's unconstitutional. He hasn't, he hasn't committed a crime. He hasn't been char- or com- he hasn't been convicted of a crime. Yeah. He's been charged with bogus crimes. That's falling apart. We're going to have a show on that. I don't have enough time on this show today, but they know that everything is falling apart. And if Donald Trump gets back in office, oh my gosh, do you want to see how many people will leave this country? A lot of them, that's probably a good thing, but they're leaving because they know they're done. They are done. Donald Trump is coming after you after what you did to him and his family. He's coming back and he's coming back hard. They're scared. They're absolutely scared as they should be. Heads will roll. Maybe literally. Literally. And uh, let let's not let Rachel Madcow, Rachel Maddow, I'm sorry, uh, let's not let her off the hook. So as Trump was predicted as the winner of the Iowa caucuses, she had the gall, the gall to say this. Listen to this, and I'm gonna play for you this clip, and then after it, a clip of her. Well, just listen to this, and we'll move on. Listen.
0: Let me just interject. I'm sorry, I just have to do a little bit of business just for a second. Um, At this point in the evening, the projected winner of the Iowa caucuses um, has just started giving his victory speech. Uh, We will keep an eye on that as it happens. Uh, We will let you know if there's any news made in that speech, if there's anything noteworthy, something substantive and important. Um, The reason I'm saying this is... Of course, there is a reason that we and other news organizations have generally stopped giving an unfiltered live platform to remarks by former President Trump. It is not out of spite. It is not a decision that we relish. It is a decision that we regularly revisit. Um, And honestly, earnestly, it is not an easy decision. But there is a cost to us as a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. That is a fundamental truth of our business and who we are. And so his remarks tonight will not air here live. We will monitor them um, and let you know about any news that he
1: makes. I mean, seriously, she's going to sit out there and spout this off that there are serious costs of reporting untruths and this is a staple of our industry to make sure that the truth is told, essentially. This is from Rachel Maddow, who knowingly, even after, even after the Russian dossier was found to be a hit job, she said it was true. She knowingly took Trump's tax records illegally and broadcast them on live TV when there was nothing. It proved that he was not a tax cheat, unlike Hunter Biden. She went on and is touting the vaccines as safe and effective. She's going to sit there and tell you we cannot broadcast Trump, so it's not out of spite. Oh, really? Okay, let me play for you. This is a little montage that was sent to me of Rachel Maddow and her lies. The first one was from 2017, the Russian dossier, 2021. Another one from 2021 telling us how great the, uh, the vaccines are. And then another one from 2024. Listen to this. And keep in mind, she just said, we don't report untruths. Keep that in mind. Bottom line of
0: this dossier, the bottom line allegation, the point of it is that the Trump campaign didn't just benefit from Russia interfering in our presidential campaign. The point of this is they colluded, they helped, they were in on it. This is kind of a real story.
1: 2021.
0: The connections between the Trump servers and the Alpha Bank servers were real. Nope. They were covert communications that someone was trying to hide. Nope. That the Trump Organization and Alpha Bank appear to have been trying to hide. False. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops nope. with every vaccinated person. <laughs>
1: Absolutely
0: not. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere
1: else. Oh, my God.
0: It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to Can, go get more. And
1: people. does with.
0: We and other news organizations have generally stopped giving an unfiltered live platform to remarks by former President Trump. It is not out of spite. It is is. not a decision that we relish. It is a decision that we regularly revisit. Um, And honestly, earnestly, it is not an easy decision. But there is a cost to us as a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. That is a fundamental truth of our business and who we are. That's
1: all she does is report untruths she is getting railroaded on social media listen the vaccine one just just blows my mind she knowingly knows she knows that those vaccines are causing people to die those vaccines and we're going to get into this here in a little bit because they're trying to kill us rachel Madkow, i thought she left and did her own podcast apparently that didn't work out real well so now she's apparently back on MNRA NBC. Is that how this works? Nobody's going to watch her now. Nobody listened to her on her podcast. So nobody's going to watch her on MNRA NBC. Okay. All right. So Rachel Madcow's a raving lunatic. We all knew that. Let's move on. So last week I asked you guys what's going on with John Fetterman. Is he becoming smart? I mean, it, it, did he, again, he went to he went to get mental health help and came out speaking sense proof that liberalism is a mental illness but he said this on cnn about the issue at the border and oh i wish i one day i'm gonna do a video podcast of this stuff because you should see the reporter's face he's just like um why is this guy saying this this was not how this interview was supposed to go John Fetterman said this about the American dream and it being threatened by illegal, illegal immigration. I honestly don't understand why it's controversial to say we we need a secure border. Uh, I've been very clear. In fact, that was weaponized against me as Republicans in my race that I'm very much a a strong supporter of immigration. And, you know, my my wife's family, that's the uh, Oregon story about that. Uh, and I think two things can be true at the same time. You can be very supportive of immigration, but we also need to have a secure border. And I really, uh, I think about immigration is we want to provide the American dream for any uh, migrant. But it seems very difficult when you have 300,000 people showing up encountered at, at our border to do that. And I think we need to, to re- do a reset. And we have to work together uh, and develop uh, a new comprehensive solution to that. Again. I agree with him. Something is going on in the universe where I am agreeing with John Fetterman. I am a man that can admit when I'm wrong. And lately, I've been wrong about John Fetterman. Kudos to you, John Fetterman, for stepping up and going against the party line, which is unheard of these days. But he's right. I don't mind people coming here looking to enjoy the American dream that we in America hold so dear. All I'm asking is you do it the correct way. Don't cross our border illegally. Learn our language. Absorb our culture. Don't don't place your culture on us and say, you have to adhere to our culture. I'm a guest. No. No, that's not how it works. Again, like I've said, it's not a very good not a very good point or not a very good stance for me to make, but re- Putin is not the bad guy. Listen, if if this whole last 20, 30 years has taught you anything, is whatever the media is telling you is bad is probably good. And whoever the media is telling you is good is probably bad for us. That's how I'm looking at it. And And basically his actions, Putin's actions. Listen, is he perfect? No. Nobody is. I'm not perfect. But he's not the bad guy that the media and the Western media is making him out to be. Let's get into that. War. The European Union is basically begging Russia to attack them. In Sweden, they are telling their citizens to prepare for war. For what? Russia is not going to attack them. They told their citizens, prepare for war, and there was looting. There was mass looting throughout the country because they created, they, I mean, let's be honest with you, they created a panic just by the fact that they told everybody, hey, prepare for war. I'm going to play for you a clip now from NATO Admiral Rob Bauer as he tells civilians to prepare for conflict. Listen to this. This is This is scary. You are telling the people of Europe to prepare for conflict. Why? Listen. You need to have water, you need to have a a, a radio on batteries, and you need to have a a, a flashlight on on batteries to make sure that you can survive the first 36 hours. Things like that. That's simple things, but it starts there. The the realization that not everything is plannable, not everything is going to be hunky-dory in the next 20 years. I'm not saying it is going wrong tomorrow, but we have to realize it's not a given that we are in peace. And that's why we have the plans. That's why we are preparing for a conflict with, uh, uh, with Russia and the terror groups, if it comes to it, if they attack us. Listen, Russia has come out and said they have no plans on expanding beyond Ukraine. They are protecting their own. The regions that they are attacking in Ukraine, during, a, during an election, they voted to become part of Russia. Ukraine said no. Those people in the areas northern part, northern part of Ukraine know how corrupt the Ukrainian government is. They want nothing to do with it. They voted to become part of Russia. Ukraine said no. That's not how this works. So Russia is basically doing what the people said. Plus, let's not get it let's not forget the bio labs that they're finding in Ukraine. We'll get into that in a little bit because there's a lot to talk about on that. I'm running out of time. But why why are they preparing Europe for war? Because that's what's going to happen. They are going to perpetuate a war. They are going to have a false flag event, blame Russia, and it's going to happen. We are on the verge of World War III. I have three kids, four kids now, that are of age to be drafted. Essentially, I don't want them going to war, especially for a war that is that that's that's just a bogus war. There's no reason to go to war. We don't need to get out of Ukraine, get out of Israel. Let them fight their own fights. Take care of us first. Once we as a nation are good, then expand out. I don't want to be the world's policeman. But yet here we are, spending billions and billions of dollars on other countries when in, in just taking our own country and say, screw you, fend for yourself. But even if we do go into a world war, the United States of America is not prepared. This is... I don't even know his name, a military member, I'm assuming a military general, talking about how the U.S. military has its lowest force in the last 80 years. And he wants to get to the bottom of why that is. Listen to this. And I I want to understand white rage, and I'm white, and I want to understand it. So what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building? and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America. What caused that? Democrats. I want to find that out. I want to maintain an open mind here, and I do want to analyze it. It's important that we understand that, because our soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, and guardians, they come from the American people. So it is important that the leaders, now and in the future, do understand it. I've read Mao Zedong. I've read read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. That doesn't make me a communist. So what is wrong with understanding having some situational understanding about the country for which we are here to defend. What country would that be there, General? Would that be the United States or with China? Because you look at in 2018, there were 44,000 white recruits in 2023. That number dropped to 25,000. Why is that? Could it be that you mandated a COVID vaccine that we knew was bogus we knew that it caused injury and death but yet you mandated that 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 wouldn't have anything to do with it would it nah not at all could it be that you're letting trans and gay people in there and you've made the military as woke as target i mean could that be it that the the white recruits that you were looking for in middle america said screw you it's just like bud light i'm not going to i'm not going to buy bud light i'm not going to join the military you guys are too woke go woke and go broke the problem is now because of the military's actions we run the risk of losing our country as a whole because they decided it was more more important to be woke and inclusive the dei diversity inclusion equity They thought that that was more important than the defense of our country. And now we are seeing the repercussions of it. God forbid we go into World War III. We are nowhere near ready for it. And on that happy thought, we're going to take a quick break, our last break of the show, come back and talk about some Disease X because it's coming. Scary, scary stuff. You are listening to the Paranormal Patriot. My name is Tom Velasquez. Sit back, relax, open that mind. Another day has come and I feel the same as always. Emptiness in my heart. I have no control. Molefic blind man. Hey everybody, it's Tom Velasquez, host of The Paranormal Patriot. If you have a podcast that you would like to promote and can't figure out a way to do it without spending a ton of money, you need to contact me at theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Contact me with your podcast. I will play your ad on this show for no charge, free of charge for you. Just send me a 30 second to one minute clip of what your podcast is about. I am all about helping fellow podcasters. So, all you have to do is send me a 30 second to one minute clip of what your podcast is about, and I will play it for you on this show, no charge. All you have to do is send it to the Paranormal Patriot at yahoo.com.
0: Don't say fine. We back and forth every time I line But I'm lying if I say we don't got the time. It ain't my fault, ain't my
1: fault.
0: It's a blind spot or a state of mind. Can't even tell the difference if you real or when you lie. I be doubting all the benefits, but fuck it out of mine. I handle the shit like my overall ninety-nine. Inadvertently you be hurting me, no cap.
1: Okay, last like show I kinda touched on disease X or pandemic X and Ladies and gentlemen, it is going to be a reality. They are going to release this on us. The elites are trying to kill us. They are trying to depopulate the world. And again, it's not going to be their families. It's not going to be Bill Gates. It's not going to be any of the Democrat politicians. It's not going to be any of the World Health Organization leaders or anybody in the WEF. It's going to be you and I that are going to face the consequences of them thinking that there's too many people on this planet. There is proof that the Chinese have mutated the coronavirus virus to basically go into your brain. And, and they they tested this on mice that had, and I don't know how this works, I'm not a scientist, but basically they altered their, their genetics to make them more human. Well, they injected them with this Disease X, or yeah, let's just call it it what it is, Disease X. And it went to their brains. It went to these mice brains, and it was 100% fatal. Not 99, 100% fatal. In other words, if you get this virus, you will die. It melts your brain, essentially. It just dissolves it. it. Sounds really, really exciting. So the World Health Organization Director General. Now, I don't know this guy's name, and I'm going to slaughter it, but I really don't care because this guy is trying to kill me. Tedros Sus. Let's just call him Tedros. Director General Tedros has called on countries to sign on to the health organization's pandemic treaty so the world can prepare for disease X. I need you to sign this treaty to prepare the world for disease x even though there's no such thing as of yet and it's not even a thing yet i mean red flags everywhere tedros speaking in front of the audience at the, oh well here we go tedros asks, who was speaking in front of an audience at the world economic forum in Devo- davos on wednesday said that he hoped the countries would reach a pandemic agreement by may to address this common enemy that we need to take out 90% of the population of this planet so we can thrive. Okay. Disease X is a hypothetical. (laughs) They're calling it hypothetical. A hypothetical placeholder virus that has not yet been formed, but scientists say it could be 20 times deadlier than COVID-19. Are you listening to the words I say right now? Disease X is not a thing. Disease X doesn't exist. But scientists are saying it could be 20 times more deadlier than COVID-19, which had a point zero zero nine five death rate. Okay, so the death rate isn't going to be maybe as bad as the 100% fatality in mice. But the main thing is, they're telling you that this virus doesn't exist, but it's going to be deadly. So does it exist or does it not? My My guess is that it does exist. They planted it, they created it, and they're going to unleash it on the public with vaccines that actually work. They developed a vaccine that they can give to the elites. The rest of us will get the R M R M N R A that will... Who knows what the hell that's going to do with it. I mean, in my opinion, to be honest with you, I think they created COVID to put the fear of God in us, of viruses. And then they created these MNRA vaccines to kill us off, but it's not happening quick enough. So why don't we just create a virus that'll kill off 90% of the people that get it? That's what it sounds like. Because they're telling us that disease X is coming But it's not even, we we don't know, there's no evidence of it even existing. That tells me there's evidence that it it exists. Apparently, disease X was added to the World Health Organization's short list of pathogens for research in 2017 that could cause a serious international epidemic. This was according to a 2022 World Health Organization press release. Uh, what's his name? T- Tedros? What is his name? T- Tedros. He said that COVID-19 was the first disease X, but it's important to pre- prepare for another pandemic. So in other words, well, we released COVID-19 and well, that didn't go as we wanted. So we're getting ready to release its predecessor, which is going to kill you all. How does that make you feel? People want you dead. He went on to say, there are things that are unknown that may happen, and anything happening is a matter of when, not if. (laughs) Okay, so we need to have a placeholder for that, for the diseases we don't know or haven't been released yet. I mean, you have got to be a raging lunatic not to realize that they are preparing to release a pandemic on this planet right before the election of 2024 i'm telling you there is not going to be an election this year joe biden cannot run for president the democrats know that donald trump listen you you see all these rallies on social media of donald trump and he's filling stadiums standing room only the media isn't covering this because they don't want you to know the the just the support for donald trump hell Joe Biden couldn't draw a bath in Donald Trump sitting here filling stadiums. And this is the guy that got 71, 81 million votes, not even going to happen. They know Joe Biden can't win. They know they can't cheat that bad, although it is a Democrat, so who knows? They got to do something to stay in power. And that something is they're releasing a virus. And here's my worry is we have been so conditioned now to think that we're being lied to. And maybe this was the plan. We are being lied to by the government, by the media, so when this disease X hits, you're going to have 75% of the population say, bull crap, I'm just living my life. When it might be an actual an actual virus that will kill you and then when the vaccines come out a hundred days after the virus is released because the mnra is a just a lifesaver we don't know the we we don't know the side effects long term but that's okay look at how covid vaccines went really how did covid vaccines went go they know covid vaccines were going to kill you let me give you the proof so this this document was sent to me by a listener who works for Anthem Medical, which is a Blue Cross Blue Shield provider. It was a, an, what's the word I'm looking for? A, uh, an email, a PDF sent to every doctor in their network. It says, getting vaccinated against COVID-19 is one of the best and safest ways for people to protect themselves and their families against the virus. It then went on to stipulate what these doctors would get paid to to give you the COVID-19 virus. If, if your practice meets the threat or below thresholds for vaccination with at least one dose by September 1st, 2021, you will receive the initial incentive payment based on the following rates. Listen to this. 30% Anthem members vaccinate, vaccinated, $20 bonus per vaccinated member. 40% gives you 45. 50% gives you 70. 60% gives you 75 percent of Anthem members who are vaccinated against COVID-19 you get a hundred, this doctor gets $125 per vaccinated member. The memo went on to say the final incentive payment is calculated based on members who are newly vaccinated between September 1st, 2021 and December 31st, 2021. If your practice meets the below thresholds for vaccination with at least one dose by December 1st, 2021, you will receive the final incentive payment based on the following rates. 30% Anthem members vaccinated, $100 bonus per newly vaccinated member. 40%, $150 per newly vaccinated member. 50%, 175 bonus, 60%, $200 bonus. And if you were a doctor that sold out your patients, and got 70% of your Anthem members vaccinated, you received a $250 bonus per newly vaccinated member. Ladies and gentlemen, you you were sold off. You were a slave. These doctors that promoted this, the doctors you saw on TV... The doctors you heard on the radio and all over the internet saying how safe and effective it was when they knew it was not safe and effective but continued to promote this vaccine were doing it for monetary gain. They were doing it because they didn't care about their patients. All they cared about was their pocketbook. Every single one of those doctors should be arrested, placed in jail. I don't care if you execute them at this point. Because how many of our loved ones, ask yourself, ask yourself this, how many people do you know that got the vaccine after we were told that it was safe and effective? Listen, Rachel Madkow, she told us, once you get the vaccine, you can't spread it. You can't get it. That is complete and utter lie because now the proof is those of, those of you who are vaccinated have more of a risk of getting covid more of a risk of dying of COVID because your immune system isn't ready for that. Those of us who got COVID and chose not to be vaccinated, we're 10 times better off than those of, those of you who are vaccinated because of a simple thing called natural immunity. Dear listeners of the Paranormal Patriot, you were sold out by your doctor. If you were forced to get, or if you were pushed To get the vaccine by your doctor, change doctors. They don't have your best interest in mind. Thankfully, my doctor, my family doctor, told me, don't get it. Don't get it. He chose his patient's well-being over his family's financial security. I applaud him for that. Ladies and gentlemen, we are up against it now. It is, it's tough. We are, we've got people, we've got the elites that are actively trying to depopulate this planet. And that means you and I, we have to stop them. Again, I firmly believe that Donald Trump is not going to do it because there will not be an election. What do we do? What do we do? Let me know what you think. How do we take back this planet? How do we make the people in control of their lives? Contact me at theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Again, theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. All right, everybody. That'll be the show today. We're going to end the show with Benjamin. This is going to be a huge song for us. We've got a very popular rapper on it. So sit back, relax, open your mind. I'll talk to you next week. My name is Tom Velasquez. Thank you for listening to the Paranormal Patriot.